Welcome to Just Wondering Writers. I'm your host, Liz Rufiange, and I know firsthand that finding answers to writing questions is like getting lost in an M.C. Escher painting. You know those paintings with the wonky staircases that lean nowhere? Well, good news. I got you covered because this podcast will help you find solutions and bring confidence into your writing process and life. So let's get to it. Today's I was just wondering question comes from Chris over at our Write Well Facebook group. He wondered about the types of edits we can make to increase the readability and enjoyment of a piece of writing. It's a great question, and it's one that I've covered the basics of before, but today we'll go more in depth over the things that you want to look for beyond basic spelling errors. We'll talk about the top three things to edit in your writing that will help with any clarity and readability issues you might run into. So let's get started. The first thing you want to go over in your writing is editing out all the times you slipped into the passive voice. 99% of the time, you want to write in the active voice. It makes your writing clear and concise and to the point. That said, there are times when it's acceptable to write in the passive voice, but that's mostly for scientific papers where you want to sound objective. No one wants to read a book that has a wishy-washy tone which is one of the pitfalls of writing in the passive voice. You're the one telling the story and delivering the facts, and it's your job to say it like it is. It's a super easy fix, and the more you practice, the easier it gets. For real, you can train your brain to avoid passive voice once you learn to identify it. Like you can train your brain to forget and avoid anything. Like vegetables. Or that time you were the only person to wear a Halloween costume to work. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. Anyway, to identify if a sentence is an active or passive voice, you need to first learn what the subject and object of a sentence is. (laughs) Don't get nervous. I know grammar people tend to freak out, but I swear it's super easy. The subject of a sentence is the person or thing that does something. The object of a sentence has something done to it. An active voice, the subject of a sentence performs the action on the object of a sentence. For example, Sarah drove the car. Sarah is the subject, and she performed the action, driving, on the object of a sentence, which is the car. In passive voice, the subject has the action in the sentence performed on it. For example, the car was driven by Sarah. You see how that's a weaker sentence? The good news is that passive voice has some tells that you can learn to look for. Most times, passive voice contains some form of the verb to be. Am, is, was, were, are, been. Not all the time, but most times you can find these words attached in the sentence and it is a sign that it's passive voice. So now you know that whenever you read a sentence like a blood oath was made by the vampires that they would have revenge, you know that That's passive voice because it has a form of the verb to be in it. The word was is the tell. The second thing you want to edit out of your writing is weak adjectives. You want to get rid of sentences that sound like the following. That party was really fun. That movie is not very good. The car ride home was very bad. Dude, those sentences are extra double weak. Because number one, they have adverbs. The words really and very are your enemies. We'll talk more about adverbs in a minute. Number two, those sentences use weak adjectives. Bad, good, 
fun. Come on now. I know we can do better than that. I'm not saying to scrounge thesaurus.com for ten-syllable words. You want to avoid ten-syllable words, BTW. Nothing alienates your readers more than throwing fancy-pants words in their faces. But when you edit your writing, you want to make sure that you make strong word choices. People and readers respond better to visceral adjectives. You know, words that make you feel something. In real life, your friends don't feel anything when you tell them about a really fun party you went to. Which is why you tell them instead about the rambunctious shenanigans at the party, or why you talk about the dead-eyed actors in that movie, or the treacherous road conditions on the ride home. I know it's easy for me to sit here and tell you to spruce up your vocabulary. I'm sorry that's not very helpful. But the easiest way to do that is to read. I know I say this all the time, like it's probably going to be engraved on my tombstone. But for real, read something. And whenever you come across a word you don't know, write it down and look it up. I use an index card as a bookmark. And as I read, I write down all the words I don't know and add their definitions to the index card. Then I can low-key study and improve my vocabulary as I read, so it's kind of like I'm constantly winning. I also keep a list of words I find that I like. You know, words like incognito, or motley, or bedlam. I knew what all those words meant when I added them to my favorite words list, and I might never use these words in my writing, but the fact is that I have a list of words handy that I can look over when I need to make a stronger word choice. Now, we talked a few minutes ago about how the words really and very are lousy because they're adverbs. This brings us to the next thing you want to edit for. Filter words. Filter words are unnecessary words that distance the reader from the action taking place in a scene. There are two categories of filter words. Adverbs and descriptive filters. I don't know if that's an official name, but that's just how I clarify them in my head. I don't know if other people do it or if it's just me. Whatever. Adverbs are unnecessary and you should try to cut them out of your writing. Adverbs modify an adjective, verb, clause, or another adverb. Usually they describe when, where, why, and how something happened. A quick way to spot them, they usually end in L-Y. Totally, completely, silently, cheerfully, quickly. Fun fact, along with very and really, the word just is also an adverb, and you should always try to get it out of your writing because it's just a blank empty word that means nothing. Now, descriptive filters are words that tell the action to a reader instead of letting them experience it through their own senses. When we use them, readers still get the gist of the action and what's going on, but it's like looking through foggy glasses. Say we wrote, Mike heard Jake run up the stairs. The word heard is the filter. To put the reader in the scene and get rid of the filter, we would say something like, Jake stomped up the stairs instead. It puts the reader directly in the action in the scene. Now, some common descriptive filters are heard, saw, smelt, felt, taste, see, experienced, wondered, decided, you can head over to JustWonderingWriters.com and click the blog post for this episode to grab a free copy of a more comprehensive list of filters. 
that you can cut out of your writing. Knowing these words will put you on the path to breathing life back into your writing. Hey, don't go yet. Did you get something worthwhile out of this episode? Well then the most worthwhile thing you can do right now is to go and leave a review on iTunes. Those reviews keep the lights on and the wheels spinning here. And make sure to subscribe and share this episode with any of your writer friends. Did you have any, I was just wondering, writing questions yourself? Ask away on Twitter with the hashtag JustWonderingWriters, or join us at the Right Whale Facebook group. I'll see you there, and thank you so much for listening to the Just Wondering Writers podcast. <laughs>